Welcome to another episode of the AOV Podcast. Today's guest is Jonathan Baruso, my boy, 23-year-old native. You are a native, right, from San Francisco? I'm a native. San Francisco native, my boy, at Johnny B. Great. Welcome to the show, bro. Thank you, Prince. Thank you. Appreciate you uh, having me on here today. Absolutely, absolutely. Why don't you uh, let the AOV community know a little bit more about yourself? Yeah, started photography almost two years now. In January, it'll be two years. 23, uh, living in San Francisco, obviously, like you said, my my, my go-to photography is probably landscape and just aerials in general. So those are my bread and butter. The bread and butter. So how did you get into, uh, how did you get into photography? We got, like I said, January, two, almost two years now. Art of Visuals came out here and I wasn't, I had no camera yet. And my buddy showed me a flyer of this magazine launch party of Art of Visuals through, which was sick. And uh, I went, he ended up not showing up. So I was there by myself and I ended up meeting uh, a bunch of people there, even though I wasn't a photographer, like one, obviously Prince, like yourself, Andy, too, who's been dope. Zeke in, he's been one of my closest friends. Um, in the photography community for a long time now. So, I mean, uh, I've met a ton of people that night. And ever since then, it's just driven me to continue to get better and better. Dude, that was that was a really wild night. You know, I met you that night. I met Franz from France. Yeah. Andy, too. Jude Allen. Oh, yeah. Ter- Jude Ter- yeah, Terry Asterix was there. Like, everyone yeah. like, yo, like, we, like, it was lit. Like, it I was know, really there was cool. a lot of, like, <laughs> when I first saw it, like people would show me, they showed me Jude Allen's page, and I was like, "What?" I was, I just had to do a dumb thing. I was like, "He's doing those." I just had to go up and introduce myself because his, I mean, Jude is crazy. Dude, he is, he is. That was a really fun event. We definitely got to be doing some more of those real soon. So after that event, you went and got it. So you went and got a camera. You came to the meetup the next day, and then so what was your next move? What did you go pick up, and then what did you start doing from there? My my first camera that I went to was a uh, I was a, a Canon 6D and I had a the the little nifty 50 the 50 1.8 for like a hundred bucks at Best Buy or something and just uh, used that for man maybe the first like eight months uh, of of shooting and uh, then the the whole Sony craze started taking over and like. All of a sudden, everybody started shooting with Sony's, and I was like, what's the hype around this? And I, I, I've always wanted a, a, a smaller, compact, full-frame camera that could also do videos really well on top of taking great photos. So I'm currently shooting with the Sony a7R II with a 24-72.8 G Master. So that's my... I don't need nothing else at that point. <laughs> the saw setup, bro, that that a7 III... Bro, the three that just came out. I thought that Nikon D850 was a game changer. Like I almost was like, dang, I'm gonna have to switch to Nike. I've been looking to get out. Of, I'm on the S2, so your counterpart of your R. And yeah, yeah. I've just been thinking about upgrading for a minute, and I was like, do I really want to switch to Nikon? And then when that three dropped, I was just like, yes, done. That's what I'm is. getting. I'm getting that three. That dude, that camera is ridiculous. Like I'm it's so crazy. glad. So Sony's pushing, dude. Good for that. It's because they're they're like they're releasing stuff so consistently now. So it's like almost once a year you're gonna see some sort of update on possibly one of the major cameras. And 
I mean, when I saw that, I was shook. I saw the specs, and I was just like, I, I can't look at this. Like, it's not in the budget right now. <laughs> I know, right? But the price is even, dude. It's even. Uh, the reality is, the price is is it's even cheaper than that Nikon D850, which is nice. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. even if you upgraded, if you sold your stuff, like you would come out of a pocket a tad bit. But yeah, just a little. You'd but I, know, you know, I'm trying to be humble with my I setup. Know, yeah, I, you do. You I've do. only had it for maybe a year. Yeah, you know, you I'm, I'm just. I'm gonna bless it. I'm gonna keep it with me. Do that, bro. I, I honestly, dude, I'm not a, I don't, I'm not a proponent of like consumerism and, yeah, and like yeah. getting new gear all the time. Yeah. I'm, I guess where I'm at, obviously that the S isn't even comparable to the R when it comes to photography and, and yeah, and, but video and wise, exactly. But I'm not shooting as like I talked to you about. I'm not really shooting yeah. as much video. Yeah. Uh, as I used to, I'm shooting way more photos. So I'm like, yeah, I got the wrong camera. I thought I was going to be doing way more <laughs> video. But so hey, when you need that video, though, it's sauce. It's ready. It is. In the R, but the R still got that sauce, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Which is yeah. nice. What, what's your favorite style of photography? What do you like to shoot? What genre? So my, 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 my number one, my favorite and most enjoyable to do is, is aerials. Like, any kind of aerial photography is definitely my the one I love the most. It's just it's a different perspective. I mean, drones have kind of changed the game. I mean, helicopters are dope too. But my, with my, I used to have a fear of flying, so that the drone complimented me in that area until I got comfortable. But it's definitely aerials. After that, landscapes. I mean, being out in nature, going to these isolated locations i mean like the the lakes or the the national forest in oregon or washington and then i mean yosemite's like a wonderland you can just get lost in yosemite and then i enjoy doing portraits but i like doing them in film instead of digital i just i i think it's a different kind of art and i think it comes out better absolutely do i do i really appreciate that you shoot on film I, I noticed that recent and this is a recent thing for you i know that you recently yeah. have been been getting deeper uh into shooting film you know why is that it slows everything down like i, I was telling you earlier it's like you, you can't just spam your camera and get you know hey I, i'm gonna take 100 shots of this you know same location and then hopefully one of them's good it's like no you're you're paying for 24 or 36 shots and then you got to pay to see what that came out is so you're you're slowing down for sure and just really composing that shot and it brings you back to the basics of lighting you know your aperture your shutter speed and making sure everything is solid before you pull that trigger and it's just a little more gratifying to me and it i think the the flatness of film and the uniqueness of it which I, I still think it's unmatched when you take a film shot. Right. I think it teaches you to be more of a professional too, you know? Definitely. Definitely. You really have to master, master your tools versus <laughs> digital versus digital. It's like, dude, like reality is you could just spray and more than likely you'll get lucky. You'll get lucky. You'll come back and out of your 7,000 shots <laughs> you took that day, like it'll be at least a few good ones. You're pulling like two from 7,000 and it's like, yes. But that I doesn't did. make you a good photographer though. Like, you know, yeah, it doesn't at all. Like it just, you just got lucky and, and yeah. uh, at some point it'll show, you know, that you just don't really, yeah, people should really focus on yeah taking good shots and getting the composition right 
when I was trying to do portraits for a little bit on digital that this is after I was doing landscapes for a while I was like all right I'm gonna I'm gonna try portraits and I was like man like I get shots like I'm good and I get there and I'm like I don't know how to pose anybody I don't know how to do any of these like you know step-by-step things you're supposed to know what to do like I had no control and I just stopped shooting portraits for like six months after that because I was like this was so bad (laughs) and then now you know just like it's just different now I mean I it film helped me kind of bring that back which is nice so yeah that is good man that's good to hear portraits are hard to shoot so I'm glad that uh I'm glad that you're now comfortable and and spending yeah. that time. I do. I like your portraits too. So Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Keep those up, bro. Thanks, man. Do you ever print your work? I do print my work. I do print it. I print them on canvases, usually eighteen by twenty-four. I can go. Uh, I think it's twenty-four by thirty-two or thirty-six, but that's probably the biggest I, I could go with my aerials. Those are the ones I mainly print because most people want those. Some of the other landscape shots I've taken, uh, I've blown up pretty big, which has been cool. But it's usually just canvas, matte, finish, wrapped around. So, yeah. Nice. Just, Where are you getting them printed at? Man, Costco got the prints. Costco? Like, I've, gone, I've gone to camera stores that are like, man, we got the great scanner, we got the good printer, yada, yada. And, like, when I get my canvas, you can see the pixels, like, with – like. Like, you don't even have to be that close, but you can see the pixel, like, in in the frame, and I just hate that. Costco's, I mean, it's, like, I'm looking at one right now, and it it's just clean, and it's like I'm looking at it back on my computer or something. It's There's no distortion, which is wow. great. So, Costco's the plug. Dude, Costco, bro. I'm all about that Costco life. Yeah. Bulk uh, life. <laughs> yeah. Dude, so we're working on, we're working with adorama right now we're in talks uh with adorama picks to basically utilize their api to add printing to the aov app so setting up print subscriptions to where you can print your feed you know on a monthly basis you can order uh you know like five by fives or whatever of your prints a little book and things like that direct from the app oh that's Uh, nice so hopefully i'm a big proponent you know of printing and uh, I got to make sure, you know, I got to do a little more user research and make sure that's exactly what the community wants. Cause yeah. uh, obviously it's going to take some time and some, some money to build that out. But printing is important, bro. Oh, it's, yeah. Printing, I think is like when I print something, I'm like, this is my dream is when I have my, 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 my house, my own house. I want to have all the artwork that I've done or my friends have done that I like and get a print have them around the wall and then I want to have their name, their handle and then a price. So if you want to buy it, you can buy it and it'll it'll come off the wall, we can order another one. It's fine, but like I think it'd be so cool to have that. Right? Your own private gallery? Right? Like you come into my welcome to my gallery. Dude, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. one of my dreams too with AOV is to have like a flagship. I want to eventually a flagship gallery, so like one in SF, one in New York, one in London. And just yeah. have these like just flagship AOV yeah. that are just like the cur- you know curated from like that area. So like all the yeah. other work would be like around Europe and London would be you know around the West Coast and SF around the East Coast. And the East and Coast NY, yeah. Like, but dreams, bro, goals, goals, man, Get set those goals, goals right. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
as I think it's really rad that you and your buddies, I know earlier you were talking to me about you and your friends are getting together and doing a collaborative gallery event. Yeah. I think that a, that's awesome. Why are you doing that? Like, give me the, the backstory on, you know, why, like why you think it's, it's, it's great for people to get together and collaborate and bring the community together and do these types of events. Yeah. I think it's just, I mean, when you, I remember going to meetups, man, I remember we used to do this all the time. It was like, Hey, Artificials is here to do some feedback nations out of your IGs and stuff like meet up, meet up, this, that. And you meet so many people. And like that was the fun part because you we weren't even shooting at that point. Like we were just talking as people, like making these friendships. And like, you know, some were like real, like deep friendships. You meet these people, man, like and they're from out of state or something. And they're just different. So our, our gallery is just kind of. We're all locals. Uh, we're kind of just doing it by ourselves, funding it by ourselves. And uh, there's going to be four of us. Uh, and we're each going to have maybe four or five prints on each wall. And we're just going to have some music, some food, and open door gallery. So whatever, you know, just bringing people in and to hang out and be a community. It's, it's just that that's what I love. So we want to bring it back. Yeah, absolutely. When is that going to be? Early February, like first week of February, probably. So that'll Stay all tuned. be finalized. Check out the feed. Yeah. Is that where you're going to post it? Yeah, it's definitely going to go on my feed. So, so it's at um, Jolly, J O N N Y, the letter B, and then great, G R E A T, at Johnny B Great. Check the feed. Make sure to get out to SF, show some love, check out the event. It's going to be wicked. Yeah. It's gonna be pretty fun. We got a cool setup. The the art that's going up is is second. I mean, it's it's different, man. It's different perspectives from the area. So uh, I'm sure everybody's gonna enjoy it when they get out there. I love it. I love it. Tell me this: Has photography ever helped you conquer any fears or anxieties? Oh yeah. I mean, it's probably my my backbone at this point, man. I used to get panic attacks uh, just driving, like. In my car, I got to pull over and take a breath or something, and it, it sucks. It really kills life for How me. did you do that? And you live in San Francisco. Like, you Man, don't, it's not like you, like, live out in the boondock, you know, out in the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> No, man, it's, the streets are busy. Uh, I mean, man, but when you're in a state of panic, like your vision just gets 10 times better. You're like, where's an open? I don't care if there's a red line. Like I'm pulling over and putting my flashes on. I mean, it was just tough. Like it was really tough for me. Like seeing all my friends go and travel or something and like me either, you know, backing out of trips last minute because I don't want to fly or because uh, you know, I'm in my head just like thinking of all these things that are going to happen. And once I picked up a camera and like, you know, I think my first trip was this, uh, was like, you know, LA, right. Road trip to LA. And that was dope. And I thought I was freaking out before we left. But as soon as we got in the car, we started going, I started thinking about what was, what was going to happen. And I calmed down, beat that. The next big hurdle was in, uh, March of this year. Five people, Hamza D's, Carl Shakur, Ty I, and I forget the other one's name, but, uh, and then me, all flew from four different states. I flew by myself, Hamza flew by by himself, like everybody, we all flew. 
and met in Seattle and did a road trip all the way down. And at that point, like I was, I was talking to Carl. I was like, man, like, I, you know, like help me get comfortable, man. Cause I'm in this airport, like panicking right now. And he's like, dude, just think about all the stuff we're going to do. And I got on that thing. All I did was just chill, think about it. And it was the greatest trip I've ever taken in my life. And photography has killed fear for me at this point. Like I just went to New York. I was chilling on the plane. I was good. I was looking out the window. All was good, man. There was no no fear. So it's just a game changer for me. Dude, that's beautiful. So like photography, it's kind of crazy, bro. Photography, you're like one of those. Like I love talking with people like you because there's some people where it's like photography's changed everybody's life in, in, in some way or form. But your life, I feel like after that event, like, I feel like that event was a catalyst and just like created like just it just is like a turn and it was like everything else is still there but it just added a whole new like stream of just life opened yeah, you to just this whole new world that you're now so heavy in and like yeah man it's great I mean I mean I remember because I was going to school like man I'd have to get out of class like it sucked like little things just started triggering these like attacks over and over and like i was like this fucking sucks like what what am i gonna what am i gonna do you know and like i mean it didn't you know photography didn't save me or anything but i mean it definitely increased you know life for me in in a powerful way just because you know i'm i'm just man i want to get to bali like i want to go to all these dope places and see these things that i can't see out here and just experience life you know you only got it once so you might as well just live it up well that's exactly like see you get it like you want to you want to work hard to save up so you can like see the world and like spend your money on experiences when everyone else is you know they work their butts off just to buy more of these right there's a a reason why i'm on that success bro i'm on the success because i refuse like i'm I'm only gonna upgrade now because the reality is like with what yeah. i do like i need yeah. to have a better you know i need to have better images better off my cell phone yeah. but at the same time bro like i held out for a long time that success like i'm like it works why do i need to upgrade like i would much rather drop a thousand dollars on going on a road trip or a flight to somewhere really yeah. cool then so getting a new fun. phone like i want to experience more life and i i, I want to grow and i want to see people and i want to create and that's what to do man the only reason why i got i got a nice phone is because i work for the company like, i got work for apple so <laughs> that's the only reason other than that man i'm, I'm not spending i'm not spending that, that kind of money that's why i'm upgrading bro because you just got we got the plug <laughs> i got the plug now that i got the plug i'm like all right i'll upgrade it's time oh, it's time bro what's What's the craziest things that like? What's one of the craziest thing that's ever happened on one of your adventures? Yeah. Oh man. There's always something. <laughs> Crazy, like there's there's probably two. I remember me and Carl were trying to find this 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 hiking path, right? That like took us to this spot in Oregon, like this coastal lookout, and like I had like it was pouring rain, it was windy, and we're just like going through like it actually no it was it was all of us we all it was on that trip all of us went through this hike and it was muddy it was just it was a steep hill and like i lost i think i lost like a lens filter um, like because it fell out and it was just pouring rain and i remember seeing carl this dude's wild he walks out on these cliff rocks outside of the trees because we're under trees at this point and 
He is just standing in the middle of the rain with his arms spread out, screaming at the top of his lungs. And I just remember filming this. So I have this video of the rain pouring in like slow motion and Carl's just like in the moment. And it's like one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I don't know, man. That that was probably one of the best moments for me, just seeing it. Even seeing joy on other people that I'm with just is yeah. like great, you know? Dude, me picturing the joy that you guys had is putting joy on my face. Like you can see me over here smiling. Uh, dude, what's what's it like hanging out with Carl? I'm always curious, bro. I love I love Carl. I love his images. I love his feet. I love his stories. Yeah. That dude seems like an animal, bro. Like he seems he like is when a... he's hiking, he's always like, <gasps> oh, so I just, no. just got just got to the tip of the mountain, been hiking all day. Yeah, about to about to, about to, about to, about to get some buttery <laughs> shots. About to get some buttery shots of this sunset here. <laughs> I'm just yeah, like, yeah, yes, I, I love it, this guy. It's he's crazy, man. In the best of ways, though. Like he he loves photography. I mean, he will go above and beyond to get that shot. I remember I met him. Um, after a while, like we had been following each other and we finally met each other and I was like, Oh my God, like you're Carl, bro. What's up? Yada, yada. And the next day he FaceTimes me and he's like, Hey, you want to go to Shasta? And I'm like, what? He's like, I'm going to Shasta. I was like, you're about to just drive out to Shasta right now. And he's like, yeah, I was like, I can't man. Like I got, I got work, but I'm looking at his stories later. He's hiking this mountain by himself in the snow. And he looks and he's like, oh, there's some bear tracks. Huh. <laughs> Hopefully they don't get me. And I'm just like, oh. like, if I see bear tracks, I'm out. Like, I'm, I'm leaving the area so fast. Like, it's just not, it's not me. But he is like full force. Like, but Carl's big enough, like, he could take on a bear. Like, I'm putting money on Carl over that bear, 100%. <laughs> He's wild. <laughs> Carl versus the bear, bro. Carl versus the bear, dog. Dude, Carl needs his own, dude. He needs his own bear grill show, bro. There's not, dude. dude. I'm, I'm telling you, dude, Carl, there's like Carl and me, bro. I don't really know that many like African Americans in, like, in the outdoors. Oh, no, he's full fledged, bro. Like, like Carl, he is. Dude, Carl has such a big personality, bro. It'd be a really funny show. I'd watch him. I, I've been telling him, like, you either need a podcast or you need to vlog or something, man. Because, like, if you see the stuff he puts on his stories, he always be dancing. He's so, a riot. He's a it's riot. So funny. It's so funny. Dude, I love it. What's What's been your favorite place you've been to so far? I mean, I mean, I love Oregon. Like, I love Oregon. Like, the outdoors out there, like nothing I've ever seen. I love waterfalls. I don't get to see them out here that much. There's a few, but yeah. Oregon's just got crazy waterfalls. But like city stuff, I mean, I, I went to New York for two and a half days. <laughs> I got food poisoning before I left, so I had to miss my first day, which sucked. <laughs> but uh, New York was crazy too. I just, I'm, my, my next trips are probably, it, it's either Bali someplace in europe or i'm going back to new york for like at least a week like i'm i'm Bro, trying to you should hit new york in june we're june. doing a gallery event with adorama i'm gonna curate 130 images Dude, uh, for a big I'm gallery gonna... event in manhattan and so that'd be I at think, that like... point i'm not on like a, bl a blackout period at work so like I'm, i'll probably do two weeks i'll go to new york and then after that, i'll go to london and catch a soccer game or something you should because flights are cheap from from yeah. there to london 
And yeah. ideally, I wonder, my boy, the tech creative, Chris, I don't know if he's still, because he's moving to New York City, but uh, if he's still in London, I'll put you in touch with him because he's definitely the plug out there. Oh, if he's man. in NYC then, and you're out there, then we'll all we'll oh, get yeah. together. Dude, that'd be great. Yeah, let's do it, man. That sounds hella fun. Dude, hell yeah. Bro, I... It, uh, be, I, I, it was eight degrees when I landed in New York. Oh. You know what that oh, felt like? Bro. I felt like my skin was getting sliced. I know what that feels like, bro. I've shot many... I've Yeah. Out in Idaho, we do like so. We did a lot of winter of the tourism stuff, and we shot some campaigns. And man, it was some of the hardest, the Dude. hardest conditions I've ever shot in. And that makes and you think that's tough. There's dudes that are hiking, you know, they're summiting ten thousand, twelve thousand foot mountains and carrying gear and like. <laughs> I know that's the problem though. Like I got there and I was like, oh, you know, it's like it said like thirty degrees, and then it said cold front with winds, and I got out. And I was, I had three sweaters on, a pair of gloves and a scarf. And I was, I was ready to go. Like, I was like, get me in a house. Get me in a house. I couldn't find my Airbnb either. It took me like an hour to find my Airbnb. And I was just walking around Brooklyn. Like, I'm not going to make it. Like, somebody help me. <laughs> You're just going to fall and freeze on the side. Yeah, no, I'm just going to fall on the side and just take me. Just take me. <laughs> it was so cold, but I got used to it after a while. But yeah. Dude, well, looks like we're getting we're getting tight on time here, so I really appreciate you, man, coming on the show. Uh, Before we leave, what's your parting words uh, for the community? At the end of every show, I always let the artists kind of just talk about anything they just want to talk about, like whether they want to share wisdom, whether they want to give advice, whether they want to. I don't know. Talk about something they're upset about, like whatever. Like, just like, <laughs> oh, <that laughs> like yeah, rant, whatever. Like whatever you just want to, you know. As Jonathan, you know, as Johnny B. Great, whatever you want to leave the AOV community with, go ahead yeah. and leave him. Man, I think uh, <clears throat> when I first started, all all I really cared about was numbers, followers, likes, you know, all that engagement and stuff. And like, I just put so much effort into like trying to grow this 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 fake like you know life of uh, uh, a social media page and like I thought it was all about the numbers and it's really not I mean I used to post every day and it's dope you know seeing you know people come in but like it it's more about you like just appreciate what you do like you if you love your work love your work and it doesn't matter what other people say about it just you know if you think it's dope post it put it up, like print it, do something, man. If it means something to you, just put it up. It's not always about the the big numbers and all that stuff, man. I'm at 8K and I'm chilling. Like I'm, I'm fine. Like I, I'm doing a, a gallery event and, you know, we got support. Like, you know, it's fine. You don't need a huge community to make your, yourself feel self-worth or anything. Like I got a small circle and I'm happy. So just just be be cool and be happy with what you do be happy with what you do my man johnny be great jonathan i love you dog thank you so much for coming on bro
Thank you for listening. Please share the Art of Visuals podcast with your friends and make sure to hit that subscribe button. Sharing is caring. You can follow Art of Visuals on Instagram at Art of Visuals or sign up for the Art of Visuals newsletter on artofvisuals.com. Join us next episode for more, but until then, let's continue to visually inspire the world together.